name's Todd. Nice to meet you. Fortunately, all my waifus were confiscated by the white fang. Hello, America. I'm Sam Sani, entrepreneur, supermarket owner, and on the run from the FDA. You may remember me from that other ad I was in. Lately, the Lesses Mold team have been enjoying two traditional staples of British Christmas. My famous mushy peas pudding pie, and coincidental explosive diarrhea. So I'm delivering this message on their behalf while they work out the demons. Lesses Morgue will be taking a brief break over the rest of December, with Episode 7, Lights, Camera, Putrefaction, coming out on January 7th. That's right, America, January 7th. It's a real Bobby Dazzler. I'm marking January 7th right now on my Page 3 Girls calendar. Sorry, Ella, my love for you will never die, even though you did from casserole poisoning. But wait, there's more! Those wacky weirdos from the Lesses Morgue team may even have some goodies for you before then, but don't hold me or them to that. I've been reliably informed that some of the most stonking episodes are yet to come, and that's a good thing. In the meantime, here's a bonus episode giving some well-deserved pathos to everyone's favourite tragic hero, Captain Sishmail. This is Tales from the Sea, written by my fellow countryman, Charlie Porritt, and featuring the voice talents of a bunch of filthy sewer-diverse Americans, namely... Gus Zagarella, Scott Thomas, Jeremy Shaul, Josh Rubino, and Zane Schacht. Gotta run, folks. There's some cabbage that needs boiling. Happy holidays! And then, the two marooned wikis realized there was no sense in fighting each other any longer. And so... They both lived in harmony on that island together, and died peacefully in their sleep. Oh, well, I don't, I don't know about that. Are you sure? That doesn't seem right. Huh? Was that really the ending to the story, Tom? <laughs> Holy Josh and you lads! One man killed the other with an axe, then was pecked to death by goats! <laughs> <laughs> oh, the looks on your faces! I heard you going there! <laughs> Twas truly the deeply disturbing psychological thrill that you promised it would be! Are you lost, friend? No, I'm not! And I'm not your friend either! If ye be looking to start trouble, ye best be starting it elsewhere. Oh, oh, pathetic! The lot of ya! Call yourself seafaring men! Aye, we do! I'm short Jim Bronze, that there behind the bar be one-eyed William, and this is Thomas Woke, our crew's beloved storyteller. And who might ye be? You mean to say you haven't got the slightest idea who you're talking to? Are ye well known among sailing folk? Of course I am! What kind of shishy question is that? There's no need for that kind of hostility. Look, perchance we all got off on the wrong foot. You dare mock me, Pegleg. Twas but a figure of speech. What say we get ye a tanker of grog and you can introduce yourself to us properly? As much as I'd normally detest the idea of humoring a gaggle of beta males like yourselves, I'll accept in the interest of not paying for service to which I am entitled. Uh, 
Sha! Um, tis custom that we make a toast. Ah, fine. Just make it quick. Allow me. Should pale death and treble dread make the ocean caves our bed, and God who hears the surges roll deign to save our suppliant soul. Sounds like more sissy talk to me. You boys, pirates? Or butts, pirates? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Oh. You talk a mighty big game, sailor. Man what talks so high and mighty best have the reputation to boot. Indulge us, if you will. What's your name? You fools don't know greatness when it sits before you. I'm Shishmail, Captain Heteratio Shishmail, of the mighty Pekka too. And as for reputations, I'm sure mine would have docked at this tavern long before I did. Shishmail, you say? Can't say that any of us have heard of you. Impossible! You scrawny miscreant. I'd literally be taller than you. I'm known to be saltier than any sea dogs, or seamen for that matter. Very well, Sishmail. If ye truly wish to live up to your high talking, why not regale us with a tale of daring do? If we here find it a testament to the manliness you're claiming to have, then the lads here will hoist a tankard in your honour. If not, then you'll be paying for all our drinks. Then we'll probably bar ye, because frankly, you're not pleasant company. Pa! Pish posh! Why bother? The stories I could tell you would make all you wet your britches like the little girls y'all are. Now hold on there, Shishmail. That's no respectful way to talk about women. What'd you know, you cycloptic cock? Well, now me feelings are hurt as well. Very well. I shall tell you a tale. I look forward to seeing how it compares to mine. Aye, that's true. Before you joined us so abruptly, Sishmail, Tom here was telling us a grim and grizzled fable a two-stranded lighthouse keeper slowly succumbing to a madness what took hold of him. What? Seems awfully gay to me. What are you, Tom? Some kind of sapphic homophile? Actually, my partner Ephraim and I have been together many a year. Married at sea, we were. Oh, hate love grand. Enough! I stopped listening to you already. Gather round, then, as I tell you a tale that would make Neptune nut if he could hear it. Twas a stormy night. Winds a-howling, waves a-crashing, cheeks a-clapping. I was a lad at the time, fresh-faced and clenched Serving aboard the SS Righteous Indignation, under the renowned seafaring adventurer, Captain Chad Thundercock. Yeah. Together we'd scour the high seas, singing songs that told of the downfall of Anita Sarkisian. For years we searched for chests to unlock. Booty to plunder! Now, now, hold your seahorses there! That's quite an outdated and sexually objectifying metaphor to be using. It perpetuates all sorts of old-fashioned ideas about gender equality that have no place in modern society. I've never even looked upon a woman. Why don't you cry about it somewhere else? Anyways, Captain Thundercock and I were ideal specimens of men. Rugged, muscular, 
with no compunction for any lily-livered liberal ways of a thinking. A vast iteration, fine boy. Rise the mast and chart as a course for the Zapango regions. I hear tale that there be womenfolk there made of the finest cloth known to man. Which is just as well, since we be running low on toilet paper. Aye, aye, mighty thundercock. We were shitting out. All was well. When suddenly, from out of the ocean's bowels, came a huge turd of grim fate. Got sight of your own reflection, did you? <laughs> Shut your mouth, Shadog, or I'll poke out your other eye. Never seen a bass with a mouth so big, let alone in seawater. The big mouse bastard struck our port side with such a force, it brought the ship's mast crashing down. Naturally, if I had been underneath it, I would have easily shrugged it off with me muscles. But poor Captain Thundercock had grown flabby in his old age. Help me, laddie. This heavy piece of wood is weighing me down. Oh, while I normally joke about being used to that problem, I do actually think me legs be broken. But, Captain, surely you're strong enough to lift it. I thought you were a mighty man, young and in your prime. Dang it, blasted it, Horatio. You've seen right through me. I'm not as young as I was. Thirty-five is a rough age. I just look at me bolded hair and belly like the blubber of a whale. But you told me those were to fool your enemies, so you could catch them off guard and surprise them with your awesome strength. I lied to you, lad. Twas out of shame that you'd think me less of a man. You see, Adoratio, masculinity's a prison, harder to escape than any gallow. It takes a man stronger than I to look at himself and say, I don't want to bow to these old standards. I can be confident in myself. Naturally, he was talking crazy from his injuries, so I hacked his legs off. For you see, Captain Thundercock's words struck a chord with me, moved something deep in my soul. He was right, and that day I learned an important lesson about manliness. You came to see. Through horror at your own actions, that masculinity be a nebulous concept? What? No! Seeing Thundercock cry over his injuries made me realize emotional sincerity is for lady folk. And he was right. I did think of him as less of a man, especially after I chopped his legs off. So there I was, trapped aboard a sinking vessel with a legless captain. Legless. Nonsense. I'm only on me first drink of the day. No, I meant you had no legs. Oh, my mistake. Carry on with your story, lad. The elements were against us. So I did what any sane, truly masculine individual like myself would do. I pulled my captain off. Pull me off, laddie! <laughs> That's right. I pulled my captain off the deck where he lay, and then... Oh, I tossed him! No! Oh, don't toss me, Sishmel! But toss him I did! Right overboard! No! Right into the big mouth bass! 
that shield its face with its very suggest, I mean, its very large jaws. No, 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 God, no! So you see, the lesson I learned that day was that being manly is all about being the strongest lubber around. Being willing to do the things that everyone else is too scared to do. And putting your own survival before that of others. Drop here! Unhandle you dogs! Men don't get this close to other men! It ain't natural! No! Don't pull me off! No! Snowflakes! The Lotria! Thanks for helping me remove that barnacled bastard from me tavern, lads! No trouble at all. I'll be honest, we're glad to see him gone. Aye. Agreed. Watch a buffoon. Well, lads, drinks all around. Hey! Yeah! Here, Tom, why don't you cleanse our souls with some bitter tales? Something we can all really dissect in a meaningful, critical, and intellectually rewarding way. Aye. Did I ever tell ye the tale of the Black Freighter? <laughs> <laughs>